Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Mav, and this is Xbox Ultimate episode number 12. Thank you so much for taking your time to listen to this podcast, whether it's watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, wherever it is. Thank you so much. This is going to be an awesome show. There is a lot of stuff to talk about regarding Xbox, more rumors, more speculation, and we're going to get right into it right away with some fun speculation of the week because these rumors will not stop. They will not die. They keep coming week after week. More information keeps coming out of people's mouths regarding hearing things about Xbox having already acquired another studio or some possibly some people are saying something even bigger than the Zenimax deal, which I find that extremely hard to believe. But you know what? I was shocked when the Zenimax thing happened, and we could all be shocked again. We don't know what's going to happen. We at, at right now anything's up, <laughs> anything's fair game. When all of a sudden Zenimax out of the blue gets acquired by Microsoft without any hint of a rumor ha- with that happening in the last year or so, I don't recall any. Maybe I'm wrong, but that happened. It was real. We live in that world now. We live in that world where Fallout. Elder Scrolls, Doom, all those games now belong to Microsoft and the Xbox games studios, teams. They can do with them what they want. Well, actually, when the deal is finalized in several months, they can do with them what they want. They will bring out more games. They will possibly be exclusive. We will hear more about that this episode as we talk about it because information came out straight out of phil's mouth in an interview uh i think today or yesterday it was uh posted so we're going to talk about that a lot of stuff so fun speculation right now acquisition again possibility who is it is it a small studio you know i i don't think there's any reason anybody wouldn't believe that Within the next year or so, some of these uh, smaller studios that have been working with Microsoft and Xbox would be acquired because that is kind of the thing that has been done in the past with Xbox. Um, I would be surprised if Asobo, um, let's say Delala, you know, uh, or maybe let's say uh, Bloober. There's these developers that are have been working with Xbox where either Xbox has hired them to make a game, you know, or uh, whether Xbox has had a kind of a partnership with the, with them a lot, putting their games on game pass or whatever it is. There's a history there with some of those kind of studios. So it could be something like that. Now that is likely though. That's not like, that's something that's, not all necessarily all of those are going to happen, but studios like that and smaller acquisitions, we expect to keep happening and not just by Xbox. I expect more from Sony. I expect more from Amazon. I expect more from Google and possibly more from EA Activision and some of these other publishers uh, take to, um, to keep bolstering and building up, getting stronger, acquiring more, to be able to uh, sustain themselves for the long haul going into the next decade of making games, 
where cloud gaming and big companies are becoming uh were are getting in the mix they're going to be wanting more games on their platforms so this is going to be something that's going to happen more and you know what it's better for us honestly if these uh publishers that are game studios or game publishers uh, traditionally or you know xbox or sony uh end up with these studios as opposed to Amazon or Google, in my personal opinion, just because I want these games on console because I prefer playing games on console. And I think that is the best experience for me. So selfishly, I want all these games to come out on console and I don't want to have to stream games in the future. If I don't want to eventually, maybe there will be a thing where there's no difference, but until there is no difference, or it even maybe brings a better experience to stream a game, which I don't think that will happen for a long, long time. I want these games on console, and I think Amazon or Google could potentially make everything um, exclusive to their platform, which would only be streaming. Maybe maybe download on PC, possibly. You know, I, I don't know. We'll see. Unless they have storefronts through Xbox and consoles, they don't have plans to bring out a console. So, we need Xbox, Sony, and these other publishers to acquire the studios if they are going to be acquired. Okay? So, let's get out of the way. It's not necessarily like, um, hey, Xbox is taking over the game, video game world by acquiring these studios. They are ensuring the future of being able to bring games to their platform. And that, for console gamers, is a good thing. Now, we're going to get more into that. But who could it be if Microsoft acquires them? Could it be the person, I mean, not the person, the publisher that I keep hearing the most today is Ubisoft. Ubisoft is massive. And I that would be bigger... <laughs> In the Zenimax deal, possibly. You know, I mean, there's not a lot that is, but I think this was one that would be. Now, if you, I keep hearing that name because, not because I'm an insider, not because I have inside information, I talk to anybody, but just because it's swirling around on in the Twitter reverse. <laughs> you know, people are mentioning it. People are talking about it because they keep hearing from people that do possibly know something that it's a big publisher. Now, when people start going into the possibilities, you know, of who would be possibly available, for some reason, I don't know why, Ubisoft keeps coming up, okay? Now, that is not me thinking this is going to happen. That is not me thinking this is a strong possibility in any way. This is just me telling you guys the stuff that I am seeing on Twitter and the stuff that people are talking about, and it's fun to speculate about, because what would happen if Xbox acquired Ubisoft and brought them to the Xbox brand and made their games exclusive like we're going to talk about again later in this episode. Now, you would be... The first thing I think about selfishly because I um, am a huge fan is Splinter Cell would then become an Xbox brand. We would be guaranteed at that point we are going to get a new Splinter Cell game come out exclusively on the Xbox. It would Sam Fisher would be up there with Master Chief as one of the top uh, faces of the Xbox brand. 
uh, the Splinter Cell franchise and Ubisoft uh, are have a huge history with Xbox, where those games used to be exclusive on the Xbox platform, if not timed exclusives on the Xbox platform. And uh, it was kind of like at the time, you know, you had Metal Gear on the PlayStation and you had um, Splinter Cell on the Xbox, right? I always personally preferred the Splinter Cell games. I, re- I liked Metal Gear as well. But Splinter Cell, I just had connected with more. And I really like those games. I love the multiplayer, the Spies versus Mercs. And if you were to have Xbox acquire Ubisoft, that's the first thing I would be screaming about. Heck yeah, that means Sam Fisher is on the Xbox team. And that gets that gets me excited. Now, then they have to go and actually do it and prove it, you know, if that if that happens. But it's not just it's not just them. It's not just uh Splinter Cell. You know, you're going into all the Clancy games. You know, you got Ghost Recon. You got Rainbow Six. You have several studio. You have Assassin's Creed. You have um, new games that are coming out, like Immortals Phoenix Rising. Riders Republic, that was announced. Uh, you have the Prince of Persia. You have Far Cry. Just Dance. The Division. Another Clancy one there. For Honor. I mean, geez, guys, this is crazy. Uh, Trials Rising. Or Trials, not just... Not just Trials. Trials Rising was the latest one. Trials. Um, let's see. Steep. <laughs> I'm going through a list right now. Um, let's see. The Crew. I mean, and the, then they, Ubisoft is also, you know, okay. Here's another one. Beyond Good and Evil. <laughs> Skull and Bones. I don't know if that game's canceled or what, but <laughs> that Skull and Bones. Rayman. I mean, holy, holy crap. You know, this just... And and so they, they've also done licensed games. You know, they have like the... Uh, you know, they've done like the board games like Monopoly and Will of Fortune and all that stuff. They've done South the South Park games. You know, they've done um, Avatar game. You remember when they had like James Cameron take up their whole E3 conference talking about stuff and rambling on forever? That was fun. You know, so... Oh, Rocksmith... <laughs> like this is I mean these this is keeps going and going and going like Ubisoft would be oh I forgot one watchdogs duh and there's a new watchdogs coming out at launch which again we're going to talk some about some of that um it's just it's just nuts to think about the amount of franchises and games that Ubisoft has made and have the ability to make and if you were to acquire that I mean that would be extremely huge um do I think it's do I think it's going to happen? No. I don't. I don't think it's going to happen. I think that's too big. I think it's I think that would be too crazy. That would be too much of a um that that would that would hurt a lot of fans of other platforms, you know. Um now that's not necessarily why you wouldn't do it. I just don't think that Ubisoft uh maybe would be looking for that. You know, maybe they are, maybe I'm wrong. You know, I I, I don't know and if they're not looking for it, then I really wouldn't want it to happen, right? Uh, but I'd rather Xbox get them than Amazon or Google. And, you know, this thing about, you know, how Amazon was having the Uplay 
as part of their program that leads somebody to think maybe they were working on some kind of deal there. You know, we don't know. So, you know, we're it's it's interesting to think about. Now, if it wasn't, let's say, now let's go smaller, okay? Because <laughs> that's like... That's like pipe dream, like holy crap! That's that would set the internet on fire, you know. That would be that would be bigger than the Zenimax deal, as far as what that would mean in the gaming landscape. Um, now, if who would be smaller, um, you know, you go to those studios I mentioned. You know, you could say Bungie, right? Now, the uh, president of Bungie has already said no, nope, nope. He keeps saying it, nope, not gonna happen, nope. That's what he keeps responding with to these articles that kind of mention it. So that doesn't mean that Bungie isn't going somewhere, but it it leads you to think it's probably not Xbox um, if if he keeps uh, denying that. You know, Uh, people have looked at other publishers. I'm not saying these are smaller than Ubisoft, but you know, maybe Uh, Capcom, Sega. You know, uh, I don't know what the deal is with Bandai Namco. You know, but it. Either of those three would bolster, again, the Japanese lineup of games uh, on Game Pass uh, to get more Japanese subscribers to Game Pass. Um, so that would be big. Um, yeah, it's it's just really interesting to think about the possibilities there. You know, you have other massive ones. You know, you have like EA. You know Xbox is working with EA, having EA Play join uh, Game Pass Ultimate. And maybe that's the precursor to something. Maybe that's a way to start getting it in the mix because something is in the works. We don't know. We we don't know what's going to happen. But we do know that there will be more acquisitions at some point. Uh, even uh, Satya Nadella has said, yeah, they're going to be looking for more studios. Uh, Phil Spencer has not denied the fact that they are probably going to be getting more studios. So we'll see, you know, Ubisoft would be freaking absolutely crazy bananas. Just thinking about the, what people would be saying if that news broke. (laughs) Yeah. And if they did something like that, that you best believe they're saving that announcement for the day before launch of the Xbox series X console and the series S because People would be panicking. Oh no! I need to. I need to get the Xbox, not the other thing, right? So it's going to be. <laughs> if that happens, I would, like I said, this is just fun speculation. It's not likely. I don't even know if another publisher is likely. Like I said, I think you know these other studios, these smaller teams are likely, and I also think it's likely that Xbox could work on deals with more publishers, like they did with EA, to bring li- a library of games to Game Pass. I think that is going to happen. I think we are going to get more games brought to Game Pass day one when they launch through marketing deals and deals made with Xbox. Um, that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. And, you know, if these, if any of these publishers are looking to sell, looking to get another uh, owner group, ownership group or whatever, I don't know how this stuff works. If they're looking to sell, I hope it's Xbox or Sony or EA or, 
you know, Activision or Take Two, so some mega publisher that's going to release their games on console, as opposed to Amazon and Google. So that's enough of that. Ubisoft, wow. <laughs> now let's talk about a Ubisoft game, okay? A Ubisoft game that is going to be coming out at launch on the Series X, Series S. Recently, there was a deep dive done uh, from Ubisoft regarding Assassin's Creed. If you're watching here on YouTube, then you get to see the little video of that deep dive uh, playing in the background. Um, And wow. Uh, If you may have heard me say before, you know, maybe Xbox had chose the wrong game to have a uh, marketing deal with because you know it just the first time they showed that gameplay it just really wasn't screaming amazing you know it wasn't really screaming uh, next gen it wasn't it was it was just like okay it's another Assassin's Creed game right well they reworked on some stuff and this newest build that they have shown in this deep dive is freaking gorgeous. And it has reinvigorated my hype for this game to where now this is my most anticipated next-gen launch game. Period. That goes for any platform. I am more excited about this game than any other game coming out at launch on next-gen platforms. It looks massive. It looks beautiful. Um, the whole Viking thing is just really cool to me, you know, um, you got the whole mythology behind it and, um, just the detail that they keep showing the lighting. Now, if you're watching this video, just pay attention to the lighting, the way it looks going through the um trees and the water and the, on the reflecting on the faces and just the shadows now we don't know where this gameplay was captured from now people ha- i'm guessing it's a super high end pc okay now it's not going to be that much different on series x even if that's the case uh people have thought that you know it could be the series x because it does show face buttons on some of the uh parts where they showed uh like gameplay actually running in the, in the buttons in the bottom. Um, yeah, it, it did enough for me to make it my wallpaper on my, on my, on my desktop. I'll say that, you know, my background on my desktop is now Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I am pumped for this game. I have not been that excited for an Assassin's Creed game since honestly, I want to say black flag. Assassin's Creed Black Flag uh, I was crazy excited for I enjoyed the heck out of that game and I you know I, I enjoyed the other games and I played them I really liked Origins a lot you know it, to me it doesn't feel like Assassin's Creed it feels more like a spin-off franchise you know um, it's not a traditional Assassin's Creed game um, but and this is probably going to be more of the same but I, from what I was gathering with this it looks like it's more of a cross between kind of going back to some of the elements from the uh, original Assassin's Creed games, but also with the um, exploration and everything of the newer ones. 
Um, Odyssey, I still have not finished for some reason. Um, I started it again, and then I didn't finish it, and then I decided, hey, I'm going to play it on the Series X because I think I'll enjoy it more. Um, now I'm going to have to play this first and then go play Odyssey. So, But I definitely play Valhalla first because look at this game. It is just beautiful. Um, character models are just freaking insane. So this is a step up for sure, generational leap. Um, it looks like they may have nailed it. Hopefully it runs well. Um, I think they said it was going to be available at 4K60 on the Series X, and that's awesome. So good job, Ubisoft, on this one. I'm looking forward to it at launch for sure. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. You know, and if they were to say, hey, Game Pass Day 1, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, yeah, that would also light the internet on fire. I don't think it's going to happen, but hey, if they announce that the day before launch, wow, that would be nuts, right? So, you'd probably have a lot of actually canceled Assassin's Creed pre-orders, so, you know, maybe maybe it wouldn't be the best time, you know, for, for uh, Ubisoft and retailers you know, to to announce something like that the day before the game's supposed to come out, say it's going to be on Game Pass day one. Yeah. So that maybe it's not very likely, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's interesting. So regarding, you know, Xbox bringing games to um, Game Pass, you know, Xbox exclusivity. What did we, what did we hear from Phil Spencer in an interview with Kotaku? Um, he did an interview and there was, I suggest people go read it. If you just go to, uh, Google and, uh, Kotaku, uh, Phil Spencer interview. And there's a lot of, uh, good questions in there that, uh, he kind of is open and about some of the stuff He's telling people as much as he can, obviously, you know, he can't spill all of the beans, but, um, it looks like, Xbox, again, is invested 100% based on the things that he's saying. Um, So I wanted to kind of go into some of this um, with some of his comments. Now, he was asked a specific question about the Bethesda acquisition and exclusivity. And this is a hot topic. So I'm going to bring up this little um, image here. Uh, Give me one second. There we go. So with the Xbox and the Bethesda exclusivity, um, he was asked, is it possible to recoup a $7.5 billion investment if you don't sell Elder Scrolls 6 on the PlayStation? That's what That was a very direct question and an, an example of a massive, you know, triple A or quadruple A game that people are going to be crazy excited about when it comes out. It'll probably be, you know, the game, uh, it'll be like cyberpunk, right? You know, everybody's waiting for that. This will be that next game, you know, that everybody is just going to be going crazy for. Cause you know, you also going to have, you know, whenever GTA six comes out, that'll be that like that. The next elder scrolls will be like that because these are, you know, games that take years and years to make and when they do come out they're going to 
sell a lot of copies for a long time. Just think about it, Skyrim. How many different places we've seen that now? And, you know, it's going across uh, uh, two different console generations, and we've seen it on v- in VR, we've seen it on handhelds, you know, so uh, we've seen it on the Switch. I mean, so, you know, you're going to see um these games sell a lot of copies and you know gta 5 for example was consistently in the top sellers list this generation this entire generation so these big temple games like skyrim and, and and things like that you know elder scrolls are massive now that's why he's asking about this game okay so this is what phil spencer said i'm going to read his answer Again, again, the question is, is it possible to recoup a $7.5 billion investment if you don't sell Elder Scrolls 6 on the PlayStation? He asked. Bill Spencer replied, yes. It says, yes. Spencer quickly replied. I don't want to be flip about that. This deal was not done to take games away from another player base like that. Nowhere in the documentation that we put together was, how do we keep other players from playing these games? We want more people to be able to play games, not fewer people to be able to play games. Now, if you just stop there, you would say, oh, okay, so yeah, they're coming out on PlayStation. But no, it continues. Now, what he's alluding to here goes into what I've talked about uh, before regarding this in a video I, I posted. Uh, or maybe is in my one of my podcast episodes. It, but he's he goes on and says... But I'll also say, but I'll also say in the model, and he clarifies, I'm just answering directly the question that you had. When I think about where people are going to be playing and the number of devices that we have, and we have xCloud and PC and Game Pass and the console base, I don't have to go ship those games on any other platform other than the platforms that we support in order to kind of make the deal work for us. Whatever that means. (laughs) That's what he says. So, again, he can't answer these questions directly for a couple reasons right now. Number one, the deal is not 100% finalized yet. It's going to be several months before it is 100% official, all the paperwork is done, and they can dictate exactly what is happening over there. Now, are they actually kind of dictating what is happening there? Probably, but because of laws and things, like they can't actually just say, hey, they are doing exactly what we say right now, right? There's there's more to it than that, and they have to operate separately until there is the paperwork is 100% finalized. They're in this kind of like weird stage right now, right? Where it's kind of like, it's kind of like they're engaged, you know? They've Microsoft has proposed, Bethesda has accepted. They are going to walk down the aisle at a certain point. It is going to happen. It's not a thing where they're gonna anything is gonna back out or anything like that. It is going to happen, but they haven't gotten married yet, right? So the union will happen. <laughs> the union will happen. As of right now, they cannot dictate they cannot talk about certain things okay so 
if you go into what he is saying, and this has been the hot topic today, uh, a lot of conversation regarding this. Um, it's been interesting reading a lot of comments. There's been a lot of people that are upset, calling it anti-consumer. There's been a lot of people that are happy. Uh, for me, I just care that these games are going to be on console. I want them on my Xbox. I want to play them on a console. I yeah, I want PC players to be able to play them without having to stream them also. I think this is a, a good thing. Okay? We're going to get an amazing experience from these games on console. But if you dig into what he says... He says that they don't need to bring these games to PlayStation to make the $7.5 billion investment worth it. Now, why would that be? Because the thing I keep hearing from people, some people, not most, some people, is they have to sell those games on the other console to be able to make the money they spent. Microsoft and Xbox are not just in the console business anymore with the Xbox. The Xbox is just one device you can play their platform. xCloud Game Pass Ultimate is the platform. Game Pass. You have multiple devices that can currently play these games with Game Pass. You can play games with Game Pass on your phone. Uh, You're going to be able to do it on Samsung TVs. Uh, You got Google Chrome. You got... They're bringing it to iOS uh, via the web, via a browser. You are going to be this. Now, you can't just think about today. A lot of people get stuck in the thought of today. But these deals are made not just for today. They're made for a a plan of the future. Now, what is it going to look like in the future? Five, ten years from now. Where all will you be able to access Game Pass Ultimate? A lot of places. A lot of places. And these games are also going to be hitting PC. Now, also, in that future I'm talking about, cloud gaming will be better than it is today. They have already proven that it can be a solid platform. It To me, right now, it is not the primary platform. The primary platform would be console and PC. But as cloud gaming keeps getting better... There will be more people willing to play these games via the cloud and willing to pay a subscription price to access these games on their TV through a built-in app that they won't even need another box for to access. You'll just be able to grab your Xbox controller, turn it on, hit the app, and play the games. And it'll cost you $14.99 a month or however much it is then. I'm sure it'll be more by by then. Now, how many more people, not less, how many more people will have access to these games because they will be on the Xbox platform 
in Game Pass rather than being a traditional multi-platform console game. Not just millions, billions of people will have access to these games that never had access before. That doesn't mean they're going to sell a bil- billions of subscriptions. I'm not saying that. I'm talking about people having access to having the ability to get to play them if they want to. Deals like this are going to grow the Game Pass Ultimate subscription service more than anything else because people want access to these games and it's going to save them money. It's going to save all of us money that look at the screen. If you're on YouTube, if you're planning on playing Dishonored or Wolfenstein or Elder Scrolls or Fallout or Doom and Starfield, the evil within Prey, um, let's even talk about more possible games coming in the future. I'm going to bring up another image here. This should be interesting. <laughs> Starfield. Xbox exclusive. How many more people are going to be able to get access to that game on xCloud via all these set top box devices or just straight through the TV platforms or straight on their uh, iPad or their Android tablet or their iPhone or whatever it is. It's not just millions. It's billions of people would have access. Now, there's only so many gamers out there that are would play games like this, and that's the market they're going after. But if you don't own an Xbox and you are a PlayStation guy, right, that's fine. But if you are dying to play one of these games and you're, let's say you don't own a gaming PC and you really want to experience this game, you just like keep hearing about this game and it's amazing, would you not at least try, you know, xCloud? Would you not at least... It, try it I know I would let's say that you know the only place to play the PlayStation exclusives that are massive was a streaming service and I only owned an Xbox which I don't I also own a PlayStation and I have a PS5 pre-ordered as well I would try the cloud service just to play those games to experience what they're all about because I keep hearing about how good they are. And this is what Xbox wants. And it's going to happen. It's not less people are going to have access to these games. It's more. More people are going to be able to access these games. That's why they don't need to bring them to PlayStation because the more exclusive they are to the Xbox platform, they're going to sell more subscriptions and if you look at the game on the screen, Deathloop, which was going to be a PlayStation exclusive, guess what? That's probably eventually coming to Game Pass because I think it was a timed exclusive. Um, we also have Ghostwire Tokyo. <laughs> you know, that is a PlayStation exclusive uh, going to be for a time. But that game will eventually be on Game Pass as well. And if there's any sequels to those games, guess what? Those will probably be exclusive to Xbox. So... The point the point is here is Phil is saying exactly what we talked about before on the podcast what 
a lot of people have been saying, yes, they are going to be exclusive to the Xbox, but that does not just that does not mean you're not going to have access to these games. You will be able to have access to these games if you want to play them. Now, if you want the best experience, you need to play on Series X or you need to play on PC or whatever version of the Xbox is out at the time, which we're going to be talking about that as well Uh, because of some other interesting comments he made. So think about it, guys. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's really interesting uh, that this has been such a debated topic. Now, I'll admit, you know, if you go and watch, I was a I was a guest on Green Pass Gaming, and it, right after the news broke, I mean, we were all um, shocked, you know. And they had me on. And I was like, I don't know if I think Xbox is going to keep a multi platform because they're going to be afraid of of like piss some people off you know but then i mean as like a, I had took like a day or two and i really thought about it then i then i've came to this conclusion and i still stand by that right now and you know what uh, i talked about it right after that on that week's podcast uh and i don't remember what episode it was but it's an episode that talks about the bethesda acquisition um but he's saying the same thing pretty much you know he's not he's he's saying they didn't do it to take games away from people. They did it to bring it and make it more available to more people, but they don't need to bring it uh, to PlayStation to make it available to more people and to make acquiring uh, Bethesda's Zenimax worth $7.5 billion. Because you know how many subscriptions are going to sell because of this? They're going to sell a lot. So that's what it's all about. So let's, let's look at... Um, the other factor with this, like, okay, so let's say you want the best experience. You're going to get a Series X or you're going to play on a PC if you have a PC that's equivalent to a Series X or more, which is going to be really expensive, okay? The other option you have is a Series S, which is $299, and he talks about this. He expects that the Series S is going to be the number one selling Xbox because $299, you just can't beat the price, People that are just looking to get a console are going to get that because they don't think about 4K. They don't care about 4K. They just want a machine to play video games, right? That is a market for the Series S. Also, for a lot of us, I have one pre-ordered as well for streaming because I think, uh, for me, I'm not going to really be able to stream 4K 60 uh, gameplay. It's just a lot. That's just really demanding, right? On the internet and, and everything. So, on even on YouTube, it's just demanding on YouTube to stream 4K 60. Now, will it? Will I get there with with stuff? Yes, that maybe after a while, and then I'll move my Series X to where I stream from. Um, but Series S is going to be the number one selling Xbox, that, which he believes, um, just because of form uh, form factor it being so small. The um, it's going to have a lot of the benefits of the next-gen technology, with especially with the SSD being so fast. Um, you're going to, it's going to load games potentially even faster. He said than the Series X uh, because of not having the 4K assets, so the file sizes will be a little smaller. So you're talking about loading games potentially uh, faster, not having to load in those assets. Um, you're also uh, 
he talked about the talk of where, hey, people were afraid of it holding back next gen. And he's, he said that, you know, it's proven that these games are scalable, right? Uh, and yeah, it is more work for the developers. Um, but having an option like that will make the market larger. So these developers and publishers are going to sell more games than they would have if there's only high-end machines out there. So that is a big a plus for them as well. So yeah, it is more work for them, but that work will be paid off with more sales. So you have to think about that, you know, and I think that it is a smart move to get into a lot more places. And if you're, let's say you're a diehard PlayStation fan and you really want to play those games on console, um, these exclusive Xbox games, and you don't want to shell out another 500 bucks, you know, if you just care about playing the game, you don't care about the, uh, uh, playing it in 4k you know then you know what you're going to get a series s at 299 and it's going to be a great deal you know so i'm excited about uh about that um about what the series s is going to mean for the business um it, it seems like he is he thinks he's expecting big things uh from that machine um it's going to be kind of like a, a one that you're going to see in more houses in the series x surprisingly um i I have two Series X's pre-ordered right now. Um, We're going to put one upstairs, one downstairs, you know, and uh, we're going to have a heck of a time uh, playing on those consoles. And I guess I'm we're this audience here, you know, the us, if you're listening to this, you're probably in more of that hardcore crowd, right? You want the best experience gaming. And for you, that's going to be on Series X. So we also have this, uh, a launch lineup that is uh, floating around. I'm going to uh, bring that up right now. Um, want to talk about some of these. Uh, we have the list of the Xbox Series X and Series S optimized titles available at launch. So if you are watching on YouTube, you can see this list on the screen. Um, if not, that's fine. I'm going to cover most of these games. Some of them I'm not going to waste my time on. <laughs> However, there's some, there's some pretty good games on here. Now this is a, now you got to think about when you look at this list, it's not just this. It's also all of the games that you already own in the backwards compatibility games. All the Xbox one games are going to be playing better. But if you see at the top of the list right there is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And we just saw the sizzle reel, well, not the sizzle reel, the deep dive uh, footage of that. Heck yeah, sign me up. I'm there for that. <laughs> Borderlands 3, also, we found out we were getting a free next-gen upgrade for Borderlands 3. They're not reselling us the game again. Thank you, Gearbox, to, uh, um, for doing that. Thank you. Um, we are going to enjoy the heck out of that game and smart delivery, getting the next gen experience uh, at no additional cost. Uh, so that's awesome. And at launch, that's cool. That's good news, guys. Bright Memory 1.0. I think so. Bright Memory Infinite was the game that was announced. So I think 1.0 may just be like, I'm not sure what that means. We got to look at more information on that. I don't. I don't want to say um, if that's different than Infinite or not. I don't really understand it. 
So it says Bright Memory at 1.0. Um, if you remember that, that was a game they showed off at the uh, um, gameplay reveal, next-gen gameplay reveal that was uh, very controversial where there wasn't actually a lot of gameplay shown. Um, and then uh, we also have uh, Cuisine Royale. Yeah. Uh, for, for the people that like that game, cool. Good for you. Um, Dead by Daylight. Uh, this is one that is getting a uh, enhancement uh, for. I'm not sure if it's for free or what, but it says Game Pass also. So that's awesome. It's on Game Pass it's on Game Pass, right? Uh, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition. That's an enhanced version of Devil May Cry 5. We are not getting that smart delivery. They are reselling the game to us. Boo on them. But it is available at launch um, on the uh, Series X, Series S. Dirt 5. Smart delivery. So if you are getting Dirt 5 before the launch of uh, the next-gen consoles, uh, pre-ordering it or whatever, on for current-gen, you get a Series X later or whatever. It's smart delivery. You're going to get the uh, current-gen version and the next-gen version at no additional cost. Um, Enlisted, I don't know what that is. I got to look that up. Evergate, I don't know what that is. I got to look that up. The Falconeer. The Falconeer is one that we have seen some footage of from before. Um, I Let's see. I think I actually have some that I can play right here. Oh wait, that's not the that's not the uh, footage, but hey, I'll put that up instead. Yeah, with the Falconeer, no, we have performance stats from that that we talked about on the episode before where it 4K 60 native Series X, performance mode 1800p 120 frames per second on that game, loads in 13 seconds on the Series S, native 1800p 60 frames per second. Um, performance mode is 1080p, 120 frames per second. To hit that is pretty impressive. Load time, again, 13 seconds. Now, we went over this in the podcast last time. So, the Falconeer, also, it looks pretty. Uh, it looks like it's going to be fun. I am actually looking forward to this game. Um, it is not on Game Pass or anything like that, um, but that's okay. You know what? Not every game can be, right? Then that'd be we'd be too spoiled. Um, but I am looking forward to playing this game at some point. Uh, Falconeer looks great and it is available at launch. Um, now going back to the list, we got, you know what? I didn't even realize this. So this is a surprise coming up for me. Um, we got, uh, Fortnite. So that is a optimized, they're coming out with the optimized, uh, version. It's free to play game, obviously. Uh, so Fortnite, I did not know the optimized version was going to be available day one, but I guess it is. And next up, Forza Horizon 4. I did not know the optimized version was going to be available day one. Uh, so I, hey, I'm going through this list kind of, I did, I saw the, some of the titles, but I didn't really read, uh, you know, um, Forza Horizon 4. Wow. Day one optimized version. Gears 5 optimized version. Now, they, they are making some improvements to these games that look pretty impressive with the way they run. Uh, so, I am definitely excited. I held off finishing Gears 5 when I found out about the uh, Series X enhancement. So, I am really looking forward to finishing that game. And guess what? Because of cross-gen saves, I don't have to start over. That's awesome, right? Uh, then we got Gears Tactics. It's only been on PC. This is the console launch of this game. It is a console next-gen launch game. 
Gears Tactics, to me, I don't know why they have not been touting this and showing it more. Um, it is a big franchise. The game scored really well on PC. A lot of people love it. Um, it's getting smart delivery. So if you already own the PC version, you know, guess what? You already own this version as well. Um, and also it's going to be on Game Pass, just like Gears 5 and just like Forza Horizon 4. Awesome. Grounded is also getting um, enhancements for the next gen. It's going to be on Game Pass. Uh, King Oddball, I don't know what that is. I got to look that up. Man Eater, I heard of that. I know I should know what that is. I've seen it, I think, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Manifold Garden, I don't know. Um, NBA 2K21. Yes, next-gen launch game. Now, this is going to be a showpiece game because, you know, if you really look at the graphics that they showed on that last trailer that they had for this, um, wow. (laughs) Yeah, it it looked pretty fancy. So this may be one of those games that actually kind of people play and they'll go, okay, I see the difference. You know, I see the difference between current-gen and next-gen with that game, you know, because I think it's going to make a splash. Um I, weirdly enough, I don't see Madden on this list. I would have thought Madden would have been available with the next-gen uh, optimized version day one, but I don't see it here. So maybe it's uh, not at launch. That's that's surprising to me, but we'll find out. Um, Observer System Redux, Ori and the Will of the Wisp also getting enhancement. I think they have 120 frames per second mode on that game. At the, they announced, I believe, at the uh, big Xbox event. Um, the Planet Coaster, I see a Thieves, Tetris Effect Connected, um, The Tourist, War Thunder, Warhammer, Chaos Bane, Slayer Edition, Watch Dogs, Legion. Big game. Not a lot of people are talking about Watch Dogs Legion. And you know what? Ubisoft coming out with two massive open world games, next-gen launch titles. They did... They they kind of saved next-gen launches for for Xbox fans and uh, multi- game, gamers in general because there's honestly not a lot on the other uh, platform as well. There, I would say that they have more first-party stuff on PlayStation, but nothing, not a whole lot, right? Um, Ubisoft coming out with these two massive next-gen launch games that are, yes, they are cross-gen, Right, they are available on both generations, but it does look like they are going to be scaled up, or if you want to think of it this way, scaled down to the old generation, um, quite considerably. Um, Watch Dogs Legion uh, looks impressive. I know a lot of people are excited about that game. For some reason, I don't keep hearing about it that much. Maybe it's getting overshadowed with the console launches with by Assassin's Creed, but it looks fun. Yakuza Like a Dragon. Game had a little bit of controversy this week <laughs> because the um, Series S version is running at 60 frames per second, but at 900p at 60 frames per second. So that was interesting. Um, I don't know if that's 100% fact yet or if that's just what somebody uh, said when they kind of saw some gameplay or something and they did it themselves. Uh, maybe, you know, the game's not out yet, so we'll see. I, I don't know 100%. Series X version uh, was running at. Um, I think it was 4K 30. I can't remember 100% on that. Maybe it was 4K 60. I don't remember. I got we got to look. 
back. But that game had a little bit of controversy this week uh, with you know not not being optimized properly or the engine being optimized properly for the next gen consoles. So that'll be interesting. I think the PlayStation version of this was even delayed. Regardless, I'm excited about that game because it has turn-based uh, fighting mechanics, and you know what? It looks really fun, even if it's not the best optimized game. Um, you know, it is a multi-platform game. You know, so we'll we'll see. Then uh, whatever, yes, your grace. So <laughs> whatever that is. So. That was the last game. I wasn't just randomly saying yes, your grace. Yeah, that's the last. That's the name of the last game that's on the list. If you're just listening, um, so yeah, the, a lot of this is like kind of smaller games, right? You got some big ones in here. I guess highlights would be a lot of these optimized cross-gen games uh, or optimized games that are getting free upgrades, uh, like 2K21. Well, 2K21 is not a free upgrade. I take that back. You had to pay an extra for that. Um, but Borderlands 3 is getting free upgrade. Forza Horizon 4, Gears 5, um, Grounded, Sea of Thieves. Um, you got... Yeah, so those are the ones getting the free upgrades. And also for next-gen, uh, just straight-up launches, you got... Uh, Valhalla, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. You got Dirt Five, which uh, to me that game, yeah, it's dirt. It doesn't look like a crazy, oh my god, visual experience like Forza, right? But the engine showed it's going to be, you know, that game showed that it's going to be running at a very good performance, um, and it, it does look pretty, pretty good. So uh, I'm excited about that game. It is an arcade style racer. It's not meant to blow people away. Visuals department. It's meant to be a fun game to play. I'm excited about the uh, course creator, the playground thing. You know, I'm excited to play that game with friends. It also has four player split screen mode, which is not very common these days. I really like the interesting things they're doing with that game. um, And I'm excited to play that. So Dirt 5 is definitely on my list of game purchases for the the launch. Um, Now... If you notice, you know, we're also we're missing Halo, obviously, right? If Halo was on this list, it'd be it'd be quite a bit better. But that game was delayed. Phil Spencer did say in that interview that he played a newer build of Halo. I'm wondering if it was because we're going to be seeing a newer build of Halo soon, and he had to check it out for himself before he let the world see it after what happened last time. That's just a hypothetical. I don't think that's far-fetched. There was a rumor also swirling around of uh, an Xbox event happening soon, uh, right before launch on November 9th. That's going to have lots of information, lots of news, um, lots of stuff to... uh, Lots of uh, new... Not lots of, but some new game announcements. Uh, It said it would end with... The rumor that I'm talking about is from a source I don't know... (laughs) You know, but it made the rounds. Okay. It was a list posted, a rundown of everything to expect uh, from this event. Um, and it had several, it said Compulsions game. It said the Initiatives new game at the end. It said also a newer build of Halo shown. 
Now, if you compare that also with Halo, with with Phil now saying in that interview that he just played a more recent build of Halo, uh, maybe it was because he wanted to see how it looked before it's shown off to the world. So, you know, obviously these things are always up in the air. We don't know what's happening. Um, but I found that very interesting that he said that, right? Um, because it would be interesting to see them come out and show something that they put more effort into as a showpiece, like saying, Hey, look guys, this is what we're shooting for here with halo gameplay wise, as opposed to just, Hey, here's the state it's in. Check it out right now. Right. So that's kind of the mistake they made last time. Now they did delay the game. So it, you know, it just wasn't ready. Now with, with that being said, there's lots of cool stuff at launch. Now, if you want to talk about right after launch, what's coming then? Cyberpunk 2077 is coming right after launch. Uh, November 19th, I think. Now, it is not a next-gen game, technically, because it, as of yet, has been announced. Uh, the date has not been announced yet, that is of when the um, next-gen optimized version is going to release. Now, we are going to get it. It is a smart delivery type system game or type game on all all platforms. If you buy it now, you're going to get the upgrade for free. Um, Just like they're doing with The Witcher 3, uh, which will come out at some point next year. I would think they'd put an emphasis on getting Cyberpunks done sooner than later. I do not think it will be a long wait. Um, If not, maybe that's what this little bit of crunch was for, you know, for launch. To get Cyberpunk 2077, you know, ready for the next-gen upgrade available at launch. Who knows? We'll see. That could be a surprise if that happens. When I say launch, I mean the launch of the game, not the launch of the consoles, because it's coming out nine days after the consoles. It's pretty much going to be there. Now... It again was originally planned as a launch as as a game on current gen. So this is not technically a next gen game, although you can argue it looks better probably than just about anything releasing on next gen. Now, the reason I'm going to bringing this game up, Cyberpunk, is regardless of anything else, this game is going to be the biggest game this year. Cyberpunk 2077 is going to be a monster game that is going to grab the world and people are going to be talking about it. People are going to be playing it. Everybody's going to want to play it. Cyberpunk is the game this year. And you know where the best console to play Cyberpunk 2077 is? What is the the place, what is the console to own that is going to be the best experience for that game? The biggest game of the year. It's going to be Xbox Series X because it's the most powerful console that's going to be on the market. That's big. For any of these multi-platform massive titles like this, to have the machine that plays them best is at your advantage. And Xbox hit the nail on the head with the hardware as we've seen 
with all of these previews from all of these insiders and all of the uh, media people that have gotten them, YouTubers, streamers, everybody keeps saying this. Xbox nailed the hardware. They can't come out with a review yet, but I anticipate when these reviews come out of the hardware for them to be extremely positive because the previews have been overwhelmingly positive. The only negatives out there have been fake stuff brought up by fanboys trying to create drama that does not exist to try and grasp for something to battle against the fact that Xbox has the most powerful hardware. That Cyberpunk 2077 is going to play best on the Series X. Now, I may sound like a commercial again. I may sound like a fanboy. I love PlayStation. I love Xbox. I love games. But a a fact is just what it is. The Xbox Series X is the most powerful next-gen console. Cyberpunk 2077 will perform the best on Xbox Series X. That is a massive thing. That is a big thing. That is something to be excited about if you're an Xbox fan. That is something to uh, say, hey, look, here's here's our version of the game. You know, um, I'm glad I invested in this hardware. So we're going to see for sure, 100%, when Digital Foundry does their breakdowns and all that kind of stuff, right? We're going to see Digital Foundry do the analysis, probably, of this game between um, both versions and see how it's running. I'm excited to see that because we haven't seen that yet from the other console. We haven't seen any hands-on. We haven't seen any analysis. And all from Xbox, all we've seen is these multi-platform games. Uh, so before launch, we're hopefully going to see some of that from PlayStation. And before launch, we're going to see some of these, maybe with this rumored event from Xbox, maybe we'll see some next-gen gameplay from maybe the Initiative's game, maybe Compulsion's game. Maybe we'll see a new build of Halo Infinite that's going to blow people's socks off. Um, The only thing that threw me off from that rumor, and maybe this would throw you guys off too, was the rumor stated part of it. Now, if this happens, I know this guy's legit. Okay? If If this game... If this game is a part of whatever Xbox has planned before launch, then whoever this leaker is, is 100% for real, and he deserves to be the number one leaker out there on the internet, because he said Miss Universe, the game by EA, will be shown during this Xbox event. (laughs) Now, supposedly there was a game like this in the works I, I i supposedly right so i don't know but if xbox rolls out miss universe the game by ea um at an xbox showcase the day before launch of the next gen console then this guy you know he he's he's legit right and he said that the Series X 
is going to have that showcase before launch and we're going to get all this other stuff. Everything else on that list looks like, okay, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. But then you just see that one. Miss Universe pageant game? What? Okay. Uh, well, you know, did he just did he just make that up? Now, he's being really creative there if he just made that up, right? So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. But it's exci- it's exciting to think about you know, we've talked about it on the podcast before. Before launch, them doing something big. Um, maybe part of it would be announcing in the, the other acquisition or another small studio or maybe that whatever that bigger thing is, right? We all we all know who you know how big of a splash the uh, Zenimax thing made. Now, if they do the another bigger thing right before the launch of the Series X and it's another major publisher like that, yeah, it's gonna those Xbox are going to just fly off the shelves. People are going to go nuts. Internet's going to be going crazy. Uh, People are going to be upset. People are going to be happy. It'll be chaos. It'll be fun. It'll be bananas. I'm looking forward to it. If that happens, if not, it's okay. I guess what those, whatever those games are, would still probably get them on Xbox anyway. Um, So yeah, it'd be really interesting. Um, So, yeah, the initiatives game to end it was the was the highlight on that rumor for me, um, because I think you know if they were to show something now, this game was rumored also to have been pulled from the July showcase. Um, the only reason to do that is if you plan on showing it later, or it just wasn't ready, right? So if they plan on showing it right before launch, it's going to be a stunner. Our minds are going to be blown. It'll send shockwaves to the internet. People will be talking about, okay, Xbox is for real. And the other thing is more news came out this week about that studio. Keep hiring. Uh, Somebody on Twitter I saw posted, hey, he's joined the team. You know, like they're still they're still building that studio up. We know the game's in a playable state. I'm ready to see it. I think they're going to show it to us soon. I think we're going to see it on November 9th. We'll see. Now, I have to end this off, guys, because I'm I'm actually going long. This has been a fun episode. I've really enjoyed this one. Um, but the Game Pass Game of the Week. I cannot leave without going into the Game Pass Game of the Week. And this week, the Game Pass Game of the Week is Brutal Legend. Yeah, this is a 360 game. And it is made by Double Fine. You know, Tim Schafer's studio. Now, that studio is super creative, and they span all different kinds of genres, which has also was revealed one of their, um, like, action... Uh, not action. Uh, their adventure... They had, like, a three different adventure games. I can't remember which ones off the top of my head are being put together in a Game Pass... In Game Pass as a collection. Uh, that's coming soon. Uh, I just kind of spotted it scrolling through Twitter... And I didn't really click on it, and I should have got more information, but I don't have time now. So it is what it is. Check that out, though. Um, so Double Fine, they made this game. Uh, it has it is starring Jack Black, who is also doing music in the Psychonauts game, uh, which is awesome. He is a uh, he's sang in one of the Psychonauts games, in the new Psychonauts game that is that's coming out. 
So Jack Black stars in this. It also has um, other like uh, people in it that um, I can't remember who all it was uh, doing music in that game. The music in that game is awesome. It is kind of like a mix of genres. It's kind of like a tactical, um, like almost like tower defense slash fighting hordes slash adventure game. Like you have to play it. It's really entertaining game. Um, it, it tells a fun story. Um, I, I really recommend it. I should have brought up some video for that for you guys. Um, I'd honestly forgot before, uh, before, but uh, before the, ep- I started recording, um, but check that game out. Brutal legend is going to be awesome. Uh, on game pass. If you haven't played it, it is well deserving of your time as something different. It's refreshing. Right. And that's to me, that's what Double Fine makes. Double Fine makes these games that are kind of like, hey, I've never experienced this before. This is different. This is a different game. It's like a cross of genres. It is uh, fun. It's got good music, which most of their games have good music. Um, Voice acting is good. It's got just a fun story to it. Um, Brutal Legend is definitely worth checking out. If you like rock music, definitely you have to play it. 100%. So that's it for that's it for this episode guys. Again, I appreciate every second you guys listen um to this or watch on YouTube. Uh please like, share and subscribe if you are on YouTube. I appreciate the support. Um if you're on Spotify or iTunes, Amazon Music, hey, uh, leave me a review. Let me know what you think. Share it out to your friends, family, whoever. I appreciate it. Um, I'm going to keep doing this, going to keep it growing. Um, it has grown every episode uh, for several weeks now. Now we've been doing this a few months, episode 12. And like I said from episode one, I'm going to keep it going, not going to stop because uh, I love doing it. It's fun. I just love talking about video games, especially Xbox. Um, and let me know what you think about when I when I change things up like I do, like I doing things a little bit different each week. Let me know what you think about it. Uh, my email is funspeculation at gmail.com. Twitter is at funspeculation. Also, you can DM me there. Um, YouTube, leave a comment. You know, uh, hit me up, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks again. See you next week. Peace out. Peace out.